Please be seated. So today is Camp Stevens Sunday. So I think it's only right that we should have a gospel reading about animals. Anybody catch what animals were referenced today? What is so, if you've been to Camp Stevens, our Episcopal camp up in Julian, you might know that there often are chickens that live at camp. And every year, our church goes on retreat to Camp Stevens in the fall, this year, September 16th through 18th. Shandy doesn't like it. Other people hopefully will come. Um, and every time when we go, it's a highlight to see the chickens, you know? And especially for the kids, although I think the adults like it too, but they try to play it cool. Um, but there's something special about eating a meal and knowing that the eggs you're eating were gifts from those same mama chickens strutting around just up the hill. Has anyone here ever kept chickens? Yes. Well, when I lived in Kansas City as a grown-up, I lived with some friends in a house in the city, and we kept chickens in the backyard. It was my first time taking care of chickens, so I had a lot to learn. And the thing that was hardest to learn was how to pick them up. They just are like creepy dinosaur little things, and they're scary to me. <laughs> so anyway, I had to get used to like going and scooping them up. Um, and, but we, we traded off feeding them and getting them water, letting them out of their coop in the mornings, and locking them back up at night. And if you've ever kept chickens before, you know that that is the most important part, right? Locking them back up in their coop at night. Because if you forget to lock them up, or the latch doesn't catch quite right, you could wake up to what? Feathers. Feathers. Everybody said feathers. <laughs> yes, missing chickens. Chickens are so vulnerable, aren't they? Coyotes, foxes, hawks, possums, raccoons, any of these creatures are happy to snatch up a chicken in the night. And really they don't have much of a defense. They just kind of sit there, <laughs> you know? Um, living with chickens and taking care of them, we had to be really vigilant, always double checking that the coop was shut correctly, right? And even though we were careful and tried our best, we did lose some of our beloved chickens to those predators that were roaming around even in the city. I think really to be keeping chickens or any kind of creature, um, to be close to, con to creation in that way is to be in touch with the real vulnerability and fragility of life, right? So, chickens, okay? We have this weird passage in the gospel today, and you might be wondering what it has to do with chickens, but I'm gonna tell you. In the gospel today, Jesus compares himself to a chicken, specifically a hen. This translation of the text that we're reading says mother bird, <clears throat> but in the Greek, it's more specific. It really, the word used here is female chicken, hen. So I wonder if anyone has heard that metaphor before, Jesus as the mother hen. I think we should dwell on that image for a minute. What comes up for you if you think about God as a mother hen? What are things 
that a mother hen does. Protects, protects her children. Anything else? Hmm? A mother hen comforts the chicks. What about before they're hatched? Just sits on them. <laughs> I like that a lot, actually. Jesus just sitting on us, you know, while we're incubating. I think there's times in our lives when we're like incubating chicks. There's a new picture book recently published called Mother God, and I have it right here. And it's full of all these beautiful images about God as mother. And I'm going to leave it up on the altar if you want to look at it after the service or any time during the service. Here's God as a mother in labor. Um, anyway, you should come look at it. God as a breastfeeding mother. Um, but there is a picture of this. God, the, the mother hen. we're given today, I think, in the text, to be given this image of God as a mother hen. We learn in this story that longing that a mother feels to keep her children safe, that Jesus felt that maternal longing. And Jesus embodied the energy, the, the presence of a mother. Isn't that amazing? I wonder why we still get so uppity when we refer to God as she. Anyway, <laughs> um, that feeling when you see your child in danger and you can feel the fear like in your jaws and in the pit of your stomach, Jesus felt that. Isn't that amazing? My own fierce maternal love is a direct mirror of God's love for me. When I mother my own children, I am embodying divine love. So right here in the Gospel of Luke, we have a powerful feminine image of Jesus, which also didn't come out of nowhere, but was the product of a long tradition in scripture of God embodying female qualities. But let's think more about Jesus, the mother hen, a hen is motherly, right, and comforts and tries to protect, but can she really protect her children from a fox? No, right? A hen really can't be the fierce, you know, the one fighting back to the predator. And who is a predator of the chicken so often is the fox. So who does Jesus call a fox in the story today? Herod. So think about, I love that Jesus, we have Jesus like snapping an insult here. I love this. So Herod is called a fox. And what are things that we like connotate with foxes, like in literature and stories? Crafty, sly. Yeah, the fox is the trickster, right? I think it's just so amazing at this beginning, second Sunday of Lent, 
this season when we're preparing to hear the story of Jesus' death, that already we have Jesus predicting that event, calling himself the mother hen and Herod, or those in power, the fox. And I think really we have Jesus saying, I am like the hen. But that's not a very powerful image. Wouldn't we rather Jesus or God be like a lion for us and like keep danger away from us? Wouldn't we rather have Jesus say, I am like a fierce knight with a lance? I guess those weren't invented yet, but do you know what I mean? Like we want God to be like defending us. And really Jesus is here saying, I am the mother hen. All the hen can do to protect her children is give her life so that the children aren't, the chicks aren't eaten, right? And I think this is such a powerful image as we are going to approach Holy Week and Good Friday and the story of Jesus giving up his life, that Jesus recognizes what true power is in the world. The political authorities think they have all the power. Herod thinks he has the power. He's the seat of power because he can decide who lives and who dies, right? But Jesus shows what is inherently true about the world, that the true power is in vulnerability and in connection and in comfort and in giving one's life for the people one loves. And that's kind of all I have to say about this. I think that this image of Jesus as this mother hen might be an image that carries us through Lent and that maybe on Good Friday when we see Jesus's arms outstretched, we might see the wings of a mother hen embracing and, and comforting the whole world. Maybe that image of Jesus's arms stretched out might be like wings. And I think I just hope that in this week we take this image of Jesus with us. Jesus the mother. Jesus the mother hen who gives her life. Jesus the mother who can't defend herself and actually won't in the story of Good Friday. Jesus won't defend himself. Right? He'll sit in the power of vulnerability, knowing that that is the true power in the world. Jesus the mother. Amen. Amen.